Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Jeff Cameron Show, Live Nation's Friday edition of the program. Appreciate you joining us as always. Lucy Goosey, doing some good while we're at it. Great to be with you. Thanks for joining us as we get started here in a minute. We'll bring in my man, David Hale, ESPN.com, ACC Network. You see him everywhere. Great, great college football writer. And he will join us uh, momentarily. Before he does, I will note that... uh, Good job, guys, and thank you. Let's continue this. Let's get the ball rolling here hardcore for the remaining hour of the program. Uh, you guys are always awesome. At the start of the show, we mentioned that any donation to the program today, you know, a lot of a lot of people get on here and give on the Super Chat and always blows us away, and we appreciate that. But today is a great day to do it if you've ever thought about doing it because all of that money will go to the American Red Cross and their efforts to aid those most affected by Hurricane Ian. And we have, um, again, it was rather impromptu. YouTube waves all the fee- waves all the fees, nothing. They're not taking anything. We're not keeping any of the money. 100% of your donations are going to the American Red Cross, again, to help those most affected by Hurricane Ian. So please feel free. Whatever you can do helps greatly. So uh, if you've ever thought about it, just go ahead and fire away. By the way, Awesome. Awesome. Good job. Uh, we're up to $3,515 already. We were, we're, we're an hour in. This is amazing. We might be behind, too. i got to check. It's going up every second, so that's amazing. Well, that doesn't suck. Good news indeed. Um, let's talk to David Hale. Let's uh, bring him in. That's, uh, it's been too long. David, how the hell are you, my friend? Oh, Jeffrey, it's delightful to chat with you again. It's been far too long. It has, man. It has. Um I know, for instance, that, and we'll get, we'll delve into just where you sit on your level of hatred for Florida State. 
But I want to be. I want to begin with. I don't think you hate Florida State as it has been revealed this week uh, in comparison to say how much Dave Clawson seems to. What the hell happened to Dave? What's going on with Dave? You know Dave. Uh, poor old Dave Clawson. He's surly. He's surly this week. He had a he had a rough week last week. Uh, he's got a lot of pent up frustration that's got to that's got to come out somewhere. And uh, I don't, uh, you know, it's he, 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 the, the the beauty of Dave Clawson is he's very steady Eddie, you know, like he'll, and he'll he'll tell you about how much effort he puts into just being the same guy every day. But but here's the truth of and the reality of being a human is that sometimes you just need to like curse somebody out, punch somebody in the face, like just take a baseball bat and destroy something. And I think that he has been compartmentalizing that for too long, and it needed to get out somewhere, uh, and maybe that's it. I don't know. That's my dime store psychology on all of this. It's just strange, David. I, I, I don't get it. It's been odd. Uh, I think he realized that he kind of put his foot in his mouth earlier in the week when he prattled on about whether or not you know Florida State or the ACC would do the right thing and, and not endanger his players or their supporters, uh, let alone the people that would be, I guess, going to the game here to watch Florida State as well. I mean, that seems silly, right? It was sort of inferred, though, that he wasn't sure they would. And then later, of course, the messaging about Vanderbilt-type crowd and all of that. Well, I can tell you, David, if he gets here today, it's 74, sunny with a slight breeze, no humidity, and I think he's going to be able to find food. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wondered how much some of that was kind of working the refs because they weren't exactly eager to go and play a game after having their hearts ripped out last. Yep. Um, yep. So that was the first thing that occurred to me. Uh, and Dave Clawson is not above a little Machiavellian uh, maneuvering <laughs> behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, but look, I think what it says to you is that he is probably fairly concerned about the emotional uh, situation within his locker room, and that's rightfully so. I mean, look, it is when you are a team like Wake Forest that only gets so many bites at the apple, and you've got it right there. You're you're holding it in your grasp, a win over Clemson like that, uh, and it gets ripped away from you at the last second. Like, yeah, that takes a toll, and we see far more accomplished teams have hangovers in the next games after moments like that. So, you know, look, if I was Dave Clawson, I'd love to take the week off too and then recalibrate and be ready to go in two weeks. But instead, they get a second straight top 25 opponent and a really darn good one in Florida State. It's not an ideal situation for them. David, your in-play question of the day was, who's your pick to win the ACC Atlantic right now? And it's another bone I have to pick with you. Why wasn't the question, should FSU be considered a legit college football playoff contender? If you listen to my pal Joe Ovius, who uh, does a show that is really just a, a shadow of what you do down in Tallahassee, but he, he tries very hard yes. uh, doing a sports talk show up in Raleigh, and uh, he spent some time this week wondering aloud why it is that uh, a certain network that I may be employed by, I don't know, I don't want to name names, uh, but why they're so eager to write off everyone other than Clemson as a potential playoff team in the ACC, I would argue that's a valid question. I mean, there is, I, I, 
certainly the odds of FSU going from 5-7 and seven to a playoff team are fairly long. But you know who did that a year ago? Michigan. Mm-hmm. Florida State shouldn't be holding, you know, second place to Michigan by any stretch of the imagination. You know, NC State, I don't think anybody in the country thought, like, that's a bad team coming into the year. So if they beat Clemson this week, like, why wouldn't they be a legitimate contender? Um, I went to Syracuse. I have absolutely no evidence whatsoever to suggest they should be a playoff. Say <laughs> it anyway. Yeah, Syracuse should be in the conversation. But, I mean, no. I mean, it, look. It is. Um, I think this year, perhaps as much as any other, you can look and all the underlying metrics say this. The polls say this. There's three teams that are at the top of college football right now, and that's Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. Only two of them can even win a conference. And then after that, I think it's about as wide open as it's been in a long time. I don't know who number four is. And so if you're going to suggest that it can't be Florida State, that it can't be NC State, I mean, to me, that seems pretty short-sighted. The good news is the next three weeks um, will really tell us everything we need to know, and that's the exciting part. They're going to play each other. It's a little round-robin action here, and it's fun. And I, I, I will say, all seriousness, I like you know we're having fun with each other, but I, I, I would ask you this because I the answer is yes, uh, from my end, I'm wondering uh, how you per- have perceived it up to this point. It is rather stunning, uh, the advancements and strides uh, made in Jordan Travis's passing game this year. This is a different quarterback who uh, right now is a guy that would rather make plays with his arm from the pocket than run around. It's incredible how far he has come. Uh, give me your thoughts on what you've seen from Jordan Travis so far this year. The, the, I, I, I'm with you in that, like, and go back three years to the start of the Mike Norvell era when James Blackman was sort of the starter by default. If you had told me that Jordan Travis was not just the starting quarterback but a successful, good, difference-maker in the league type of quarterback, I would have said you were crazy. The growth of the, There's not a lot of um, equivalence mm-hmm. of guys who have blossomed all the way around the way that he has. Because even if you look at sort of the, well, they flew under the radar, the the Josh Allens of the world, they were under the radar and went to Wyoming. Well, yeah, but they had all the tools. You just look at them and you say, like, well, you can, like, put together the mechanics, you'll be good. Like, I don't know that anybody even thought Jordan Travis had the tools to become an adequate passing quarterback, and he has. And the other thing is, when you are a really good runner, as he most certainly is, and then it gets in your head that you need to be more of a passing quarterback. You need to establish that. Go back and look at the history of guys whose careers that has upended because it gets in their head. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to do both. Mm-hmm. Stop using the thing that is their best weapon to do this thing that they're not actually that good at. And he is, to his credit, not just become a much better passer, but not abandoned the thing that makes him good. He has found a way of making really good decisions. And that, in some cases, is the hardest part of trying to become a more balanced quarterback. So, look, top to bottom, I don't know how you can say enough good things about Jordan Travis and the player that he has become. And then on top of all of that, you know, we've talked a lot, just me and you, and I'm sure you and many, many others, (laughs) about the culture change that needed to happen in Florida State's locker room. Yeah. For how many years, how many bad dudes were in that locker room? 
there's not a better leader on that team than Jordan Travis. And you look at the way he handled himself last year with the Mackenzie Milton situation, and you say, what more could you ask for from a player? He has been the, the point man both on and off the field to this Florida State renaissance. And I, like, you, I genuinely don't know how you could say enough good things about him. Yeah, it's exciting, David. I, I, feel, I feel very fortunate to have watched the transformation here. And, and you're right, you and I have had that discussion in the past on and off the records. And we, we had any number of conversations about what has to happen at Florida State. And that's really where Mike Norvell gets the most amount of credit. That and really doing very well in the transfer portal. Uh, and he's helped yeah. flip this roster, obviously. You know, in fact... Like, all bias aside, David, I think, I mean, that's worth a story in and of itself that everybody uses the transfer portal. Very few people have been as effective in flipping their roster and sustaining this the way that Norvell has with the amount of transfer portal players that have changed this team's makeup, talent-wise, raising the floor to that extent. Right, and you could go and, like, point at Lincoln Riley and say, great job in the transfer portal. Oh, well, great, genius. You figured out Jordan Addison and Caleb Williams. Right. <laughs> like, that wasn't a riddle there. Right. right. Like, what the guys that Mike Norvell has gotten have been not just good players, but players who have gotten better at Florida State and, uh, to get back to sort of the locker room conversation, have fit in well with what he has tried to do there. I mean, you look at Jermaine Johnson. Like, That's a big one. And he come, came came from that Georgia program that, that desperately wanted to win, and he brought in that that sort of hunger that I think was missing at Florida State just because it had been so long since anyone at FSU had had tasted winning like that. So I mean, it, it's just such a, um, again, like uh, getting the best players out of the transfer portal, there's not necessarily a ton of mystery to that. But getting the guys who, A, want to come play for you, B, you're going to fit in the locker room, and C, can still develop and become better players and they're not just looking for a place that'll let them play the way they want because they didn't get along with their last coach that's hard to do and frankly i i think if mike norvell wanted to sit down and write a book about it now (laughs) he'd have a lot of other coaches lining up to buy the first copy so it's not just our game and i know at the end uh, i'll ask you i know you took wake i i can see it i i think the number is way too big i think it's going to be a shootout and a fun one at that We'll, we'll circle back to that but there's another big game obviously and it involves clemson yet again and so my question first of all would be I don't know why this happens every time we talk, but I have a question to you about Dabo. You guys talk so frequently. I'm sure you're texting on the regular. Why can't Dabo Sweeney understand that if a player is playing poorly and articles are written to that end, that it's not a conspiracy or personal? (laughs) Why? Uh, (laughs) Man, I don't know how to have it. Like, Dabo is beyond repair on this particular topic. Um, it's frustrating uh, for a lot of us. Part of it is um, there's a very insular community there. I'll oh, you think? And no, no campus is doing <laughs> that, okay? But let's just say there are a lot of folks that sit in a press conference with Dabo wearing orange. Uh-huh. So I don't know that he lives in a world where the truth uh, is put in his face very often. Uh, I do think it's funny to me because, you know, you look at last, uh, or 2020 after the George Floyd stuff, and J- Dabo got a lot of criticism for that. I thought some of it over the top, but a lot of it deserved. And you look at how his quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, handled that situation, and it was beautiful. I mean, it was exactly what you would want a head coach to do, except it was the quarterback. And you look at this situation with DJ Uyunglele, 
And Dabo getting all up in his feelings about people saying that he wasn't good last year when he clearly was not. And DJ's handled it perfectly. You know, like he doesn't yeah. care. It doesn't bother him that everyone's criti- been criticizing him, and he'll be the first to tell you, I didn't play good enough. So it, it's, it's hard to ignore the fact that the 20-year-olds on the roster have no issues. Dabo does. Now, in DJ's case, I think there's a couple of things going on. Number one, um, DJ had it hard last year on the field and off the field and was dealing with a lot that he wouldn't point fingers at anybody else and nobody else was standing up to say it's not DJ's fault. And I think there is a, a, a lot of, like, let's wrap our arms around this kid who took a lot of bullets for everybody else last year. So I think that's part of it. Part of it is I think Dabo just sees himself in DJ. Like, Dabo is so um, uh, thin-skinned, I guess is the easiest way to put it, about you know what's going on when people criticize him. And there's some projection there. Again, me being dime store psychologist here. I think he just sees the way that he is criticized for things that he doesn't think is fair. And so he fights that same battle for DJ because he didn't think the criticism was fair. But But at the end of the day, anybody who criticized DJ as a human being doesn't know him at all because he has been great. But he played horribly last year. There's no way around it. And I didn't see a bunch of articles being written about DJ being a bad guy. I mean, maybe I glossed over him. I didn't hear one criticism of DJ the human being. It was that he was playing terribly. I just think it's weird. And I'm not going to go down this road and belabor the point, but he's gotten worse about it. And I don't know if that's because he's become more insular, as you're saying, or if he's – it's strange to me. To me, once you have success, yes, you can become a tyrant because where are you going to go? Nobody's going to get you out of there. But at the same time, it really usually gives gives one Teflon to a certain extent. Like, what do I care what anybody else thinks about my quarterback or me, for that matter, if I've won multiple national championships? And, oh, by the way, in an off year, I went 10-3. and Like, I don't get that part of it. I am 100% with you on this. Like, I just don't understand why it matters. Um, you know, but we see this, like, get outside of the realm of sports. Or Actually, I would argue, and I've argued this for a while, you look into, like, other news, mm-hmm. it's all just become more like sports has always been. But get out of the realm of sports for a minute. And you look at the way, like, and this is true on both sides of the political spectrum, but it'll be like, you know, Trump did this and all of the... Uh, you know, liberals will be like, well, why, why, didn't, why aren't y'all reporting on this stupid thing Trump did? And the exact vice versa, how, you know, Biden says something dumb and Fox News, why didn't you report on this? People are reporting on it. You just have decided this is going to be your narrative because you read something on a message board or Twitter, and then you have taken that piece of information and made it your entire ecosystem. And I don't think, again, to your point, I would... I would love for somebody to show me the story that was written about what a bad guy DJ Uyunglele is. Nobody wrote that. Right. I would not doubt that there was some crazy stuff posted on message boards about, oh, a guy got too caught up in NIL, wasn't concerned about the team, whatever, by some blowhard who's never been in around the locker room in the least. But nobody who was around the team and around DJ said any of that stuff last year. And so, but I think this is, I, I, a lot of it comes third hand to, you know, it's uh, some booster or some guy. Yeah, it tells him. Dabo, oh, this is what I read. This is what I heard uh, the, the media, the monolithic media is saying. And in Dabo's head, that's just, that's it. That's the whole conversation because he heard it from some guy who is a booster that he talks to on his radio show or something. Right. And, uh, you know, I, it, it has this way of taking on its own life. And 
Uh, Dabo, the number of times I've heard him say, well, that's just the world now. That's just the way the media is now. I'm like, you know, Dabo, like, yeah, I'm sorry that social media exists. Like, it's been 20 years now. we gotta, we got to come to grips with it. Who do you think wins that game? I think Clemson wins it. I, I look at that. Wake was able to uh, really extend the, f- the field last week, and I think there was two reasons for that. Or three, really. Clemson's very banged up in the secondary. That may still be the case this week. But Wake's wide receivers are real good. And I don't think NC State's receiving core is nearly as talented as Wake's. And I, the thing that has been the most confusing and confounding to me is that Clemson defensive front, which should be essentially filling out the entire all-ACC team through that talented has not played that way so far. They've been banged yeah. up a little bit, too. We don't know if Xavier Thomas is going to play this week. But they've had to blitz a ton to get pressure. And even then, they didn't get it much against Sam Hartman last week. And every time they blitzed, Sam Hartman shredded them. So I think they need to figure out a way to get that front four who's really good to play like a front four who's really good. And if they do that, I just I don't see... NC State being able to move the ball consistently on them, even if the secondary is still banged up. Adelson was on the right side of the ledger, uh, but you, however, were not in taking Wake Forest. Why did you take Wake? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it. I think it goes one of two ways, and and I'll be honest with you, the Clawson comments this week don't exactly provide me with a lot of encouragement. But I think again, Wake it has a lot of firepower there, and that defense which had not been good the last couple of years, I think is markedly better. Um, Brad Lambert's done a nice job there with, with the talent that they have. I just think they match up with Florida State pretty well. Um, and, I, look, I, I want to I jump on the FSU bandwagon. And maybe if they win this one, uh, I will jump on with you. Maybe. Uh, maybe, David. David. I I feel like this is sort of, you know, Wake sees this as sort of the last, the last stand for them, or they're going to come in with like the type of hangover I'm used to having when I'm in Tallahassee. So, <laughs> one of those two things. I bet on them coming out to play. I could be entirely wrong. It has happened before, believe it or not. I just wanted to have fun with you, brother. I always appreciate the insight. Keep up the great work. It's good to see the extra exposure you're getting, as you deserve. And we'll talk again real soon, Sh- sooner than rather than later, my friend. Let's do it. We'll have if FSU keeps winning, then I have plenty of reasons to come and chat. So oh, I see it. how it is. I love doing one of these conversations yeah. that is not like analyzing why the program has been terrible for the last five years. This is a fun change of pace. It's much better, isn't it? I mean, we got to a point where I'd have you on and I'd ask one football question, and you and I would talk about spirits and music. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Actually, come to think of it, we need to do that a little bit more too. We do. Let's, let's, we'll, 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 Find a balance. All right. Be well, friend. Later. All right, guys. Yep. See you. Bye. David Hale. He's good at what he does. Friend of the program. I enjoy David. And uh, ESPN.com college football writer. You can read his stuff there. And he does like Wake to win in a shootout. I think he's wrong. And uh, maybe, just maybe, I'll yell at him about it right after this victory for the Knowles. What do you think of them apples? This donation has been a rousing success so far. As throughout the show, you guys have continued to donate, and I greatly appreciate it. I'm going to make a last-second push here, like they do on all of the uh, shows that you watch every year that uh, raise money for for those that are unfortunate. It, it's the it's that last like pit, you know last ditch effort 
tug at the heartstrings, only I will not Rinaldi you. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to Rinaldi you. I'm just going to say a lot of folks, a lot of damage, a lot of sadness, heartbreak, and fear down the southern part of the state where the hurricane came in. Every penny that you donate today, not one cent of it will go to YouTube. Not one cent of it will go to War Chant or me or anybody else. It will only go to the American Red Cross and their efforts to uh, help those who desperately need it right now, affected by Hurricane Ian. So many of you have already stepped to the table today. More of you have jumped on the show as it's progressed and thus maybe didn't know we were doing that today. Kind of a last-second effort to get this done. And as always, Jeff Cameron Show listeners have shown up huge, and I am forever grateful. Uh, Thank you guys so much for doing so. Uh, I would ask again, let's see if we can push this baby to 5,000. We're close to 4,000. We've got about 30 minutes left in the program. Once again, every single penny that you donate today goes to the American Red Cross in the effort to help those most affected, obviously, down there in southern part of the state, western part of the state, really much of the state, I should say central part of the state too. It's it's crazy. Uh, all of the funds will go to the American Red Cross, and um, I appreciate that in advance because a lot of you have already done it. And I, I, I mean, goodness gracious, so many names scrolling across your screen here. That's the only way we could acknowledge you guys. Um, but it, it's, it's important, and thank you so much for doing so. My mother comes in to get whooped here in just a moment. Uh, she lost last night's game. Uh, I had Cincinnati, she had Miami. Let's see if she'll bounce back with the rest of the picks next on the Jeff Cameron Show. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply the jeff cameron show is a production of the warchant.com multimedia network check out warchant.com today for the latest news inside florida state athletics that's warchant.com now back to jeff on real talk 93.3 live friday rolls on good times Appreciate you guys joining us. Thank you, by the way. Uh, Keep it rolling, baby. We've got this thing going right now. Uh, This is unreal. We are over $4,000 right now, $4,121 donation to the American Red Cross. We are so excited to be able to do this without um, any penalty, meaning no money comes to us. No money goes to YouTube at all. Uh, All of this is just going to the American Red Cross. So if you are inclined to help out those who desperately need it after Hurricane Ian's destruction, uh, please feel free to do so. A sincere thank you to everybody who has and everybody who will do so in the remaining 27 minutes of the show or thereabouts. Um, I said before the break, 
uh, I was just having, you know, just uh, some fun talking about all these other, you know, telethons and things that I've watched over the years where they put that push in there at the end and try to tug at your heartstrings. I wanted to get to $5,000, but here we go. Keep it climbing, guys. We're, we, we may get there. It, it may actually happen, and that is exciting, uh, and we do appreciate it. By the way, don't forget tomorrow. Uh, I, we will, in fact, be over at Hotel Indigo for the pregame show. begins at 1230. I would like to note it is sponsored by our friends at Zaxby's. They're great. Seems like everyone's got a chicken sandwich these days, so how do you know which one to try? Luckily, one sandwich towers above all the others in size and in deliciousness. Zaxby's Signature Sandwich. It's an extra-large hand-breaded filet and three thick-cut pickled chips on a split-top bun. Boom. Comes with your choice of Zach sauce or spicy Zach sauce. It's big. It's delicious. It's only at your neighborhood Zaxby's. Your Tallahassee Zaxby's, a proud Golden Chief booster for 17 years. Go Dolls, says Zaxby's. There you go. Appreciate that. Uh, what is that number now? Uh, closing in on 4,200. Amazing. That is amazing. 4,200. Here we go. Let's keep it going. Let's make it happen. Tomorrow, 1230, then the in-game commentary, followed by the post-game commentary. All of it begins. Let's get it going. Uh, all right. Time to get in some NFL wagers as the uh, schedule began last night with the Dolphins falling to Cincinnati. That final score, 27-15. to I had Cincinnati. She had Miami. Cue it up, Tom. And now for another edition of the family pick, Nick. Go to your room! Mama, the meatloaf! Take it away, Jeffrey. All right, Mama, you uh, are down now. Is it just by a game? Because didn't we split over the course of the last several weeks? Yes, we have split every single week. And I'm going to say this. I think I would have had a good chance if Tua hadn't gone down in the second quarter. Uh, You may believe that, but we'll never know. Uh, (laughs) And and I don't know. Is he okay? No, he doesn't seem okay to me. I think... uh, you know, we've had a discussion today on the air a little bit here. I, I'm I'm guessing some negligence here from uh, from Miami to some extent, but I don't know. It certainly looked gruesome. Uh, I know you still don't have power, Mama. Hang in there. But uh, yeah, if you yeah. if you go watch the replay, it's not good. It's that uh, it's the thing where you see guys get knocked out and their hands either their arms shoot straight out or their hands twist or whatever it might be. Oh Lord! Yeah. It, it, what, oh, I don't like that. Well, um, was it a legal hit? Yeah, perfectly legal. He got thrown around like a rag doll because he's tiny. So no, that bless yeah. his heart. Well, anyway, I started out one down last week, and so this week that might be a good omen. I'll tell you though, you have to say your mother is at a very uh, detriment here because uh, my brain is not really functioning very well between everything we have going on here after Hurricane Ian. But I've made my picks, and I have no idea. I don't even. I can't even remember who's playing quarterback for some of these teams because I'm just I'm goofy. Well, I'm going to try to take advantage of your misfortune as we <laughs> move forward. There you go, like a like a true loving son would do. Well, no, a fierce competitor. Uh, others would describe it as. I think that's what it is. All right. All right. We'll, we'll see. I have no clue here, but anyway, we'll 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 see how I do. All right, from over across the pond uh, in London, we have Minnesota at New Orleans. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Um, I picked Minnesota. Me too. Cleveland at Atlanta. Oh, yeah, I took uh, Cleveland. I'm going to surprise you. Going to take the Falcons. How about that? 
Washington at Dallas. Oh yeah, um, I'm taking Dallas. You know, I think that uh, that uh, reserve quarterback is maybe better than Dak. I don't think he's better than Dak, Mom. But he's won two games here. Cooper Rush is uh, hanging in there. He has played well. There's no about that. No doubt about that. Uh, but Dallas's defense is the other reason they're winning. So I'll, I'll take I'll take Dallas as well. Seattle at Detroit. Yeah, now wait a minute. Um, I, I took Detroit. Yeah, you should. Tennessee at Indianapolis. Yeah, now this is a game that I'm not sure. I um, I thought Indy was a goner, but then they won last week, right? Yeah, it beat Kansas City, Mom. That's what I thought. So I took Indy. I've tossed a coin I, around you know, here. I love my Derrick Henry, but I've got a, I, I took Indy. I'm wrestling with this back and forth. I don't know what to do with it. I'll to I'll take Indy as well. I I thought before the year they were going to be a great team. They haven't looked anything but like a good team. But that win last week might help them. I'll take them as well. All right, Chicago at the Giants. Oh, um, I'm taking the Giants. Me too. Jacksonville at Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Good game. I too will take Philadelphia. New York. That would be the Jets at the Steelers. Ooh, no, don't want to watch this one. I know. I don't even remember who I picked here. Hang on a second. The Jets. <laughs> um, I, I'm telling you, I am punchy. Um, uh, I Pittsburgh. Yeah. Buffalo at Baltimore. That could be a goodie. Should I'm be Buffalo. I picked Buffalo to bounce back as well. The Chargers are on the road at Houston. They're missing a lot of their players, Mom. So you know, meaning the Chargers are. Uh, I don't know if it makes a difference with your pick, but I thought I should tell you. I knew they were missing their quarterback. Who mm. else are they missing? Uh, I think is Keenan Allen going to play? They've, they've got another. They've got all kinds of injuries. He's iffy, so they're missing a receiver and they're missing their starting quarterback. Yeah. Okay. And Houston. Now I see. I can't remember who plays quarterback for Houston because Davis my, Mills. Who? Dave. Thank you, Davis Mills. Oh Lord, I'm taking the Chargers. <laughs> Uh, I hate this game. I will. I I'll take the Chargers as well. Arizona at Carolina. Yeah, I took Arizona. I took Carolina. We will have another one different there. Give me Carolina. Yes, we will. Okay. New England at Green Bay. Green Bay. Denver at the Raiders. Yeah. Now, how about that game? Um, I took Denver. I think Denver's getting. They're 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 getting better. I don't. I'll take the Raiders to get their first win. I think Denver sucks. Um, Eleven to ten last week. Nonsense. Kansas City at Tampa Bay, Mama. I know it. I'm happy we're going to get to play home. Um, I don't know. Do you know now? See, like I said, I have no internet or anything. Are we? Do we have any of our players back? Tom, weigh in on whether or not we have our players back. I haven't looked. Mike at Evans is back. That's for sure. I knew Mike Evans was back. Julio's a maybe. They said Julio's likely is what the last I heard. So well, what are you asking me? Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what about their line? Is any is that Donovan Smith? Any of those people coming back? He could have come back last week, yeah. but he was a child and opted out due to pain. Well, they need to shoot him up with something because because we because we need him. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. I'm taking, I'm taking my bucks. I'm, 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 I'm hanging in there with them. I too will take Tampa Bay in a, uh, in a, in a squeaker. Finally, uh, the Rams on Monday night on the road against San Francisco. I think that's a good game. Me too. Um, I like Garoppolo, but I also like what's his name for the Rams? Um, Stafford. Uh, yeah, Stafford. 
Um, I took the Rams. I'll take the Rams as well, although I've wrestled with it. We have three, three different, Mom, three different games. You're down one entering the weekend. Here we go. I know. I hope someone up there is feeling sorry for me, and I'm going to win some of these because Lord knows I need to. <laughs> I don't think that the uh, you know the, the the universe cares all that much about whether or not uh, you've got some some branches down in the front yard. You either know the game or you don't, Mama. <laughs> the football gods are going to shine on me. I tell you what, as I'm out here killing myself with all of this debris that we have here, I think a tree fell on my head. That's the way I feel. I'll tell you what. But anyway, we're making headway. Good, Mom. Love you. Thank you. Bye. Love you, too. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. All right. You, too. Bye-bye. Yes, for many of you that asked, by the way, thank you so much. Um, my mom and uh, stepdad and other family members down there in Bradenton and St. Pete are doing fine. Uh, unmitigated disaster in terms of what the yards front and back look like but no structural damage to the house and nobody more importantly uh hurt to their person so everything everything's good there we're up to four thousand four hundred and fifty one dollars we've got 17 or so minutes left in the program let's do it let's get to five thousand kids make it happen we can do it we'll break on that note i think is what we'll do and then when we come back maybe it'll be like four thousand seven hundred and eighty dollars and i'll be nervous over the last 15 minutes i don't know why five thousand means something to me it just seems like a good number seems like a good number to get to i had no preconceived notions of what we'd be able to do today i just had a lot of faith in the fine folks that listen to this program and you guys have come through let's see if we can come through to an extent by which i'll be flabbergasted and we'll announce it at the end of the show jeff cameron show 93.3 real talk radio war chant tv Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. You could score a VIP fan experience at the FSU-UF game on Friday, November 25th, courtesy of Bud Light and Tri-Eagle Sales. Text Bud Light Fan 22 to 855-297-9460 for a chance to win sideline passes, hospitality passes, two tickets to the game, plus Bud Light and FSU fan gear. That's Bud Light Fan 22 to 855-297-9460. You must be 21 years of age or older to enter. For complete contest rules, visit TriangleSales.com. I'm always blown away these days if I go in to purchase. Say, go, say I go to an ABC, Tom, and I walk A in. Fine wine and spirits. Yes. And say I walk in there and I say, oh, look at that. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try some of this. I'm going to have some of these spirits. And I'll throw in a, and some beer. And then I walk to the counter and I see that date where they have to check your ID. 
it's it it's unsettling. It's unsettling. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, but a year ago where born the, before the bartender said, "Well, if I see a two, then I got to look at the at the actual ID. If I see a one as the first year when you were born, you're good. You're legal." He didn't even have to. Yeah, that's it. That's we're it. done searching here. That is hurtful. Well, what's funny is, um, I, I will tell you, I <laughs> I will almost weep when when other people say, "I never get mad about this." You see, the people who get mad about it. I'm like, what? If a girl across the counter says, "Sir, can I can I see your idea?" What if a guy does? Same. Okay. All right. I see. I say, uh, "God bless you." It's true. I do look twenty two, twenty three, maybe nineteen. I I got gotcha. you. I, I do work where, out. I did. <laughs> I see where I see where you'd be confused. Um, pushing for five thousand. Let's go, baby. Let's go. We're close. We have four thousand five hundred eight dollars. It's a lot. I'm not. Uh, Poo-poo in $4,508. I just hoped towards the tail end here that uh, listeners of the Jeff Cameron Show and folks in the War Chant community, that we could make a push to get to 5000 And uh, that would be, well, all of it's something to celebrate, by the way. All of it is. You guys have come through and passed with flying colors. We appreciate that. Every penny donated today. Nothing goes to YouTube. Nothing goes to us. All of it goes to the American Red Cross. Help it out. Good times. And they've reached out. They heard that we were doing this. Did they really? Oh, yeah. I'm getting all kinds of notices in my email inbox, Twitter over here, texts. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're all pumped up, buddy. They're like, how about them apples? Well, the one of the directors lives here in Tallahassee. He's like, yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> well, we're glad to help. It's and obviously a huge fan of the Chef Cameron show. So, you know, these are people that have not only an incredible life's endeavor to help, but also exquisite taste that's true you would just hope that if you needed help somebody would be kind enough Correct. and so therefore that's why you, you know you always do the right thing because people in general are kind we've seen it you've seen it for 20 odd years now with the show that's nuts i've seen it for close to 15 now and it's uh it's moving so thank you everybody i uh really quickly go back to what we were talking about a moment ago with my mom and i will tell you that um it is weird to read the headline, Tua in great spirits after a hospital visit. I I don't know how one could be. Don't you just think that guy looking at the last two weeks would have a headache for the ages? Well, Stunning. That doesn't affect the spirits. And again, he was discharged last night. So thankfully, whatever medical protocols he went through, once again, say, you're good to get on an airplane after the trauma you suffered. That's, that's really good news. It is really good news. wonder if he plays again this year. Man, you're really harping on this thing. I'm not harping on anything. It's an important subject. Um, he looked pretty close to dead on the field at one point and uh, had no control of his motor functions. That's a problem. I would think if I were him, I'd want to, I'd want to get it looked at again, maybe maybe a few more times. I'd like to play this game for years on end. Not just survive this campaign. Well, what I'm saying is, if you don't trust the Dolphins doctors, no. okay, that's one thing, but you went to a level one trauma center who specializes in this particular... Oh, well, they're allowed to release you if you have a concussion. But what I'm saying is, given how it looked initially, mm. that is unbelievable news, because it looked like he oh, would be a... staying overnight, maybe for days. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know anything about that. I mean, I, people get released from concussions all the time, and then they still have to be monitored um, and whether or not they can actually play in their chosen sport afterwards is a different question. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm glad that he's been released. That's a good sign. Uh, would have been devastating to hear otherwise. But I, I do think that he might be wise to hold out a little bit here and 
try to figure out what's going on. Because to me, that's consecutive weeks or less than a week um, is what it is what it would seem like to me. Let's get to some probables games that matter, big ones indeed. Fire it up. It's time for how you say with the pitching uh, probables. <laughs> Brought to you by our friends at Tallulah. I went in and got... Oh, I threw my cup away. They've got this one, this extract from the Kava plant, Tom, and you get this Kaya plant, whatever it's called. I don't even know what it's... It's a K. It's a good plant. Good plant. It's one of the good plants. And, and they mix it with this this apple tasting thing. I love apple. It's kind of it's like a it's like a sparkly juice. Oh, I saw that when I came in. It's delicious. Nice. So you're frequenting it on the way in. Oh, I, like that. I go every day. I love it. Folks at Tallulah and I are becoming good friends. All right, let's do some probables again. Games that matter. They're big ones. Phillies lead the Nats two to nothing in the sixth. Oh, he was so nervous off screen. The director was like, "Again, we're losing. I'll bet it. I'll no, bet we are." Two nothing in the sixth. Bailey Falter, Eric Feedy. Reds Cubs. Graham Ashcroft once wrote the great American novel. Adrian Sampson. Phillies, Nationals, Game 2, Noah Syndergaard, Tommy Romero, Orioles, Yankees, Jordan Lyles, Domingo Herman, Red Sox, Blue Jays. Nick Pavetta, Alex Manoa. I like him. His name is Alec Manoa. Royals, Guardians, Brady Singer, Aaron Savale. We got the Twins and the Tigers, Joe Ryan, Tyler Alexander. Here we go, Mets and Braves fans. Let's watch some baseball. 7-20 tonight, and it's a big one. Jacob DeGrom and Max Freed. Woo! Rays, Astros. Very big game. Drew Rasmussen, Fromber Valdez. Marlins, Brewers, Sandy Alcantara, Corbin Burns, Pirates, Cardinals. Johan Ovedio and Jack Flaherty. Only Flaherty. Rangers, Angels, Glenn Otto. Hey, I'm Glenn Otto. Welcome to Glenn Otto. Reed Detmers, A's, Mariners, Ken Waltichuk. Logan Gilbert. White Sox, Padres, Dave Martin, Hugh Darvish, Rockies, Dodgers, Chad Cool, Clayton Kershaw. And finally, D-backs, Giants, Merrill Kelly, Alex Cobb. And that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. Me. I wasn't watching the feed. Oh, man. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Yay, humanity. Yay, people. So much to be angry about all the time, seemingly all around us. And then the goodness, it comes out, right? And you're reminded the better angels of our nature. I thank each and every one of you for donating today means a lot to me, and it certainly, more importantly, means a lot to those that will be aided by the American Red Cross through your donations. Well done. Well done. We are up to $5,208 and climbing. Wow. Oh, $5,308. Yeah, I got to hit that go away button or I'll get choked up. I'm proud of you guys. Thank Very, you all. Yeah. I mean that sincerely. Don't thank forget uh, tonight, I go from thanking you to being a whore. 
Uh, we will be at Corner Pocket today at 5.30. Some may say that's one in the... You know. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then Saturday's a pregame show at Hotel Indigo. Beginning at 11.30, they open the doors. We're on at 12.30. Hey, thanks again, guys. I mean that sincerely. Really sincerely. Good job. Be well. Peace. Go Knowles.